Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Beats. I'm Navani Rachimalu, and today I'll be interviewing musician Samika. Samika is based in Los Angeles, and she released her first EP titled Call Me in 2020. She'll be putting out more music in the next couple of months and weeks, so be sure to look out for that. And here's a piece of a new song of hers. It's an unreleased song. It's titled Summer of 99. Enjoy. So I found myself an average girl Stressed in red with her mother's pearls But I miss your hair and your big brown eyes I swear they made everything alright My love, oh my love She doesn't taste as good as you No, my love, no, my love I don't know where wrong to And I wish I could say listen to that let's move on to my interview with samika hi samika thank Hello. you so much for being here thank you for having me i'm super excited <laughs> <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself a little bit um sure my name is samika i am a singer songwriter out in la in california and yeah i guess that's who i am <laughs> have you always been living in la or is that something did you recently move there um, I grew up in the Bay, so in like San Francisco area, and then I moved here about like six years ago for music and um, have been doing it ever since. So cool. Yeah. So can you tell me about a little bit about your startings in music? So yeah, how'd you get into singing and playing your guitar and everything? Yeah, so I uh, grew up like surrounded by music. My nanny, my grandma, like sings all the time and she's like the best singer ever so my sister and I kind of grew up with her singing like a lot of Indian classical music and like filmy music <laughs> and then we kind of picked it up from there um and I just always thought playing guitar was the coolest thing ever and then I started when I was eight I think um and yeah I've been playing it since have you been uh, singing any Indian classical things growing up? Not really like classical. Like we'll sing, I mean, we know like budgeons and stuff. And then like um, like wedding songs that are always fun to play on the dolky when like that's going on. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely tend to write in English way more. I have like some Hindi words like in the songs that I write, but um, not really like classical, classical. Though I do mm -hmm. enjoy it. It's like nice to listen to here and there. I like it when my right. nanny sings it, so it's fun. 
so it was good. <laughs> Do you think your um, Indian musical upbringing with your nani has influenced your music in any way? Yeah, currently? totally. Yeah, um, definitely. Like melodically, I feel that it's in there, and even like the chords I choose are very much influenced um, when I'm writing. Though I don't really like think about it as much, but looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, it's not really like one specific genre you know and so it's right, kind right. of like mixed in i feel like in a natural way which is nice that's cool that's cool. um when did you start creating your own music um i started writing when i was in high school my freshman year i wrote like the worst song known to man <laughs> um, on the piano and i actually have a video of it but i will keep it to myself i just found the video of it like last week which is so funny um <laughs> i don't know why it, there is a video of it but i have it anyway so i wrote that and then that was buried deep into my soul and since then i've um yeah so since then i've been writing uh just all the time one of my like best friends in high school used to write songs and i thought it i had never heard of writing your own music before until she kind of like we used to write together so yeah that's, that's how really that happened. Mm -hmm. um, in what ways do you think you've grown since then? So obviously you have a hatred of this first yeah. song that you wrote. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I what, mean... specific, what specifically do you think has changed? Um, I think just like the way that I write songs. Actually, no, it's like very much the same. I had like a brief stint of like when I moved to LA, I kind of, so I grew up writing on guitar because that was like my main instrument. And then, mm -hmm. um, after I like when I moved to LA people would send me like beats and and like working with producers and all this stuff and which was cool like it, it kind of like opened a whole new world of writing like writing over a beat is so different than sitting in your room alone at like four in the right. morning and writing a song on your guitar um so that kind of like I feel kind of changed my like way of thinking of writing and like the way I approach it and having other people in the room also is like different because you don't, like don't want to say the wrong thing or like be too honest with someone you don't even know um right. but um but yeah so I think like just continuously writing from that first day um has definitely changed yeah mm -hmm. and you mentioned that LA is just like this this really collaborative space uh people are sending you beats and everything um, yeah how, how do you think you've grown since you've moved to LA I think it just let me be kind of like, I feel like I grew up in a way in LA, even though I grew up in the Bay technically, but like, mm -hmm. I think it just let me be who I wanted to be without judgment in a way. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely collaborative. Um, there's a lot of music people, entertainment people. I mean, you right. always hear about it being like the hub of entertainment and it's so true. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of cool to like go down the street and like on Ventura and there's like a John Mayer song, which is like singing about Ventura. And you're like, oh, it's like this really long road that's like two streets away from my house, you know. So um, that way it's really cool and inspiring and kind of um, let me grow as an artist. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. Like I just felt I always feel like very free when I'm here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah it's like different in certain places I notice like I dress differently where I am like in the bay I'm like 
more like normal looking <laughs> <laughs> normal not normal anyway. and then in LA I'm like why did I do my hair like this but why do I kind of like it <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah so, like, so more experimental totally yeah it's mm-hmm. like definitely less boxy and less judgmental not that other places are judgmental but I don't know why I just feel like it is less here <laughs> right yeah um in what way has LA surprised you like what was different from your expectations going in I think like growing up in the bay it was just natural that you kind of just hate on LA (laughs) it's like some NorCal SoCal thing which is so silly um but I don't know like I I lived in Boston for a little bit too so when I was there it was way different than California and um coming back to LA even though it's kind of different from the bay it still felt like home which I thought was surprising um Mm -hmm. it still felt like California and like the people still felt the same but a little bit different um I don't know I guess it's just like what surprised me was how well I ended up fitting in here and like yeah, I think leaving and coming back really made a difference too. Like, made me appreciate it way more than before. Um, that's, but yeah, that's probably really nice. that. Yeah, that's thanks. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what made you decide to pursue music? Like, what, like, made you decide to take it as not just a hobby, but as something that you wanted to pursue as a career? Um. I kind of always knew that I wanted to do music. Um, It was like the only thing that I was good at. I always say Mm. this, but like my sister is such a better singer, but she's so good at everything. And like everybody who knows both of us is like, you're the one doing it. Okay. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, Um, I get the same thing. Really? It's weird because my sister's not even good. Yeah, I didn't have that problem, but she's actually really good. (laughs) Wait, that's so funny. Um, Yeah, so I think like... Yeah, she's going to kill me after listening. I know. (laughs) Yeah, she probably will. Yeah. Um, But but yeah. (laughs) So um, I forgot what I was talking about. Your sister and how people were surprised that you were the one to... Yeah, what was the question again? So I was just wondering oh, yeah, how, how how I got into music, kind of. Oh, yeah. how I decided. Okay, okay, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, I remember now. Yeah, so I kind of always knew. And then um, I, like, wanted to do it in high school when I, like, first started writing songs and first started, like, posting covers. And there was, like, a hard no. You cannot do this, but you can do it for fun. And then um, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to do it. And I just... I tried to like other things. I tried to be good at other things and I was just not. And um, it just like kept calling me to do it. So I kind of just ended up after fighting it for so long, I just ended up giving in and was like, you know, I think this is what I'm going to do with my life. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that you're not, you're just good at music. I know you're an artist too, like a visual (laughs) artist. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? thanks. Um, yeah, like recently I've been like painting a lot, a lot. Um, I always like grew up doing it, but I think like when music kind of became less of a hobby and more of a profession that I obviously love, um, sometimes like you're just like thrown into it so, so, so much that I just needed another creative outlet, which is so funny because I feel like 
as a normal professional like music would be somebody else's creative outlet when they're like done with work for the day um but mine just ended up being like music was what I did every day which I love but it was just like sometimes it would really like plays on your mind too much and then you just need like a minute away and so I kind of like fell into um painting again and yeah it just became really like a fun thing to do um and yeah I've just I've been doing that for a while now for like a few years so I have like so many random paintings around my house just chilling I don't know what to do with them (laughs) I'm like giving them away to people like here (laughs) take this because I don't have anywhere to put it but yeah yeah Um, I think it's important to have that uh, um, other creative outlet because you're right music music is sort of like your work now yeah Um, which I'm like so grateful for um but it's it's always nice to have something else to do with your time too sometimes Mm -hmm. and then going back to it and and like it's also nice because it's like your mind thinks of like in a different way creatively I think if you Mm -hmm. if you just like focus on writing a song like every single day you kind of it becomes like you're kind it becomes redundant so this way it's like you like escape and then come back and have like a different perspective which is always nice that's pretty cool so like making art has helped you write your own songs yeah definitely yeah Mm -hmm. so um music's your profession what does it sort of look like day to day for you it's different every day it's not like a nine-to-five job where you know (laughs) you go into your office and you come out and you're done um it's like there's so many different elements to it so can you just describe a little bit about what a normal day would look like if there even is such a thing i know there's literally no normal day it's so funny um yeah, I mean, I um, usually like this past year of like 2021, I have been um, kind of like creating um, this whole project that I'm putting out this year. So it was really like every day, wake up, go to sessions, work with different producers and just meet different people and see who you mesh with creatively and just like in general um and just like sitting in this sometimes like neon room for like eight nine hours and then completely draining yourself of every thought and coming home and like passing out and then doing it again um so it's been yeah like usually it would be I just wake up and I um chill for a bit because sessions don't really start until the afternoon because everybody kind of works till really late at night and then I go there and either I have a song that I've already written at home or um I have or it's just me and the producer and we kind of like start something from scratch um I kind of stopped writing over beats just because I felt like they were really limiting because like the whole song is already made and the chords are already made and sometimes like as a writer your mind kind of wants to change the chords to go here um and so just stepping away from that made it nicer that I got to create something with each individual producer like there in the room and we kind of like made this whole song together um but yeah definitely like a lot of sessions has been my day-to-day um job which was nice and then now I've been playing like a lot of live shows too um and so I have a whole band that I work with so just rehearsals with them also um 
is another thing now that's like thrown into the mix but before that it was definitely just wake up session wake up session sleep wake up session sleep like it was just that um do you like the variety that you have now um that you're performing live shows yeah 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 it's a lot nicer and it kind of is it's nice to perform songs that I've written and nobody's heard and they're not out yet and seeing how people react to certain songs and like come up after and saying like dude this is my favorite song ever and I was like wow like you're the first person to hear that (laughs) so that's so cool yeah no it's it's really yeah shows are definitely the most rewarding out of everything um because the the writing like ends up wearing off like the high ends up wearing off until you really perform it live so yeah Mm -hmm. What's your experience been like connecting with people in LA? Like how do you connect with more people and find other people to work with? Um I I think like a lot of it I have done through just social media. Um actually like almost all of it has been through social media. Either me like reaching out to producers or them like finding music or like my music and reaching out to me. Um just through like dms honestly Mm -hmm. um that's been like the main way that i've like met almost everybody that i've worked with honestly otherwise like the people who are on my team like my manager will be like oh i know this like producer maybe you should try and see if you guys can make something together but that's like the one-off you know usually it's like very much social media and i get to choose whose music i like and then I reach out to them and see if we can meet up or like try and make something, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you moved to LA, LA like six years ago, um, how did you like start your footing there? Because it's it's hard to start brand new. It was so hard. Yeah, I mean, I definitely sat in my apartment doing nothing like a lot of the, <laughs> my first year because I was just so lost. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was I I don't think anything's changed from like the first year to now. It's it's like really the same like um I just would message like like almost like cold call people <laughs> on Instagram and like even back then I had no music out or anything, so it was just like on the basic like base of doing covers and stuff. Um but yeah, a lot of my first few years I just wrote. So I feel like as an artist, you you have like artist development that labels do for you. Um, if you get signed like at a really young age, they'll they'll be like, oh, you're in like development. And I think I not being signed did that myself. The first few years, I really like focused on what my sound was gonna be and what songs I liked, what artists I liked, and who I wanted to be. Um, just as a musician and I kind of really like had to eliminate a lot of things um in those first few years to find what I did like if that makes sense so I think I like really did the whole artist development thing my first few years what's the process of finding your sound like what does that look like honestly it's it's so interesting because I um I think it just is like the kind of music you like to listen to. So the way I kind of figured it out, I mean, it's always changing because your taste of music is always changing. Exactly. Yeah. So even like my first project, like Call Me and stuff was super like acoustic R&B. 
um because at the time i was just like how i said before i was like writing over beats or like um just like listening to so much r&b music that like i knew every r&b song possible <laughs> um but now i don't know i'm just like now my sound has during the pandemic really i since just being home because i couldn't obviously meet anybody um i ended up going back to like writing over guitar and so now this next project is like super like indie alternative acoustic i don't know it's like a little bit of everything um but more like live instrumentals because that's how i wrote it um so it's kind of always ever changing but the process is very much like you just sing or write things over different types of music and you just let your I feel like what I did is like let my intuition tell like what I liked and what I didn't like without really overthinking it like not thinking like oh but this will be fun to like play live or more because it's pop music more people will like this like I just didn't think about anybody else except like if I enjoyed listening to myself sing right over this or if like the writing came so easily over this then that's what I wanted to do you know it's like right. yeah you kind of always can tell if you're like if it's hard to write over a song then that song is probably not for you like all of my songs now that I've been writing have been so much easier because like I can hear them in my head before they're even out you know so yeah I think definitely that just like letting your intuition tell if you even like it or not is like a good key way to pick and that's great I mean it's great that your style is evolving too um, yeah and that's what makes it exciting totally. you know you don't want to just stay in the same place exactly yeah it gets boring and it, that's what happened is like I was writing over so many R&B beats and I still love R&B music like I still listen to it I just don't tend to write to it anymore um but I yeah I just ended up like getting sent so many beat packs that I just it just wasn't fun anymore um so yeah definitely it's it's nice that it evolved got a bit redundant mm -hmm. for sure and for this new music, uh, when are you planning to release some new songs? Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I'm putting out my first single February 4th. Um, it's called Summer of 99. And I have like a whole album made. I'm deciding whether to do like one big album or maybe like two like EPs, which are just like mini albums. Right. So... Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out, but all the songs are done. So I just have spent like the last year hibernating and writing <laughs> and mm -hmm. recording. So it's nice now that like everything is finally coming out. But yeah, I'm super That's pumped. exciting. Thanks. So for Summer of 99, I would have played that at the beginning of this episode. Okay, cool. <laughs> so do you want to talk a little bit about that and um, what that song means to you? Why it's special to you? Yeah, so Summer of 99 was actually the first song that I wrote for this new project. Um, I wrote it, I think, in 2020 or like early, early 2021. And it kind of like shifted the whole sound of what the next project was going to be. So I was I'm super excited that that ended up being the first single that I'm going to release because it was honestly the first song of the project anyway. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it, it just was, it, I think it's just such like a special 
song. Um, it's just really raw and I've got it produced so many times from like a few different producers and just something about it being it was just so hard to not overproduce it because I just really liked the writing and the tone of it. And so it just ended up always being stripped back to how the original demo sounded, which is now what we're putting out. Um, and so, yeah, it's like a very true and honest song, I feel. So mm -hmm. I'm super excited for people to hear the whole thing because I keep posting half of it on TikTok and half of it on <laughs> Instagram. And so <laughs> I'm excited for the whole thing to come out soon. And it's a gorgeous song. Thank you. It's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. Thank um, you. I'm really excited for when it comes out and more people hear more <laughs> of your songs too. Thanks. At the end, there's some some static sound um, and it you kind of pull back the background vocals, pull mm -hmm. back everything. It's just you. Um, and sort of a distorted version of your guitar. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit more about that decision um, and why you ended the song that way? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted, kind of like how I was saying before, like I wanted to keep it, it was just like the way I wrote it was literally I was at my parents' house over the pandemic in my room that I grew up in. And um, it's like, it's just it was over three chords that I wrote the whole song um, and I wanted the ending to kind of have that rawness to it and kind of bring you back into like, oh, this is just this girl singing on her guitar, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, so I even though like it has like so much build up towards the end, I just thought it would be really cool if it just ended very honest to the original song. Um, so. Yeah, that's kind of why I, I, I wanted it to be very um, just me and the guitar at the end. So mm -hmm. I really like that choice. Thanks. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, again, like <laughs> nobody's heard it. So I'm so happy you like it. Yeah, I'm glad um, that people are going to hear it. So <laughs> Yay. It's awesome. And your lyrics are also really emotional. Um, very well written. Thanks. What's your lyric writing process? Ooh, um... I don't know, like each song is very different, um, but it kind of is similar in the way of the way I write. I always know if the song is going to be good, if I can see a visual in my head as I'm writing. So I love like, I just, I don't know, like sometimes I can see like the whole music video in my, like as if it was a music video in my head and then just write things that I see. Um, I feel like that if that even makes sense. That's like how I tend to feel like I'm writing a descriptive song that's a nice story as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of how I wrote this one is just like really, I just, I knew what I wanted to write about and um, I just kind of let the words flow the way that they needed to. And um, yeah, a lot of trial and error, but it def I'm, I'm happy with the way it ended up. If you were to make a music video for this song, what would it sort of look like? I did make a music video, which I'm super one. excited. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to come out with the song. Um, yeah. Is it what you imagine in your head? Yeah. It's like super similar. Um, a lot. It was de a def like a different setting, but the story was very much what I always pictured while I was writing. Um, but 
it's like more of an aesthetic video um but yeah no I, i'm super excited um yeah it's a uh, it's just me um at like we recorded it on this super cool film camera that one of my friends uh has and we just went to the beach and different places in la and just shot the song um yeah it'll be cool i'm pumped <laughs> cool i'm excited to see it. thanks and do you have any advice for people who are listening to this podcast and would like to like get have advice from someone who has experienced songwriting um yeah in songwriting of course i i was told like some advice that i got which always kind of resonated with me was oh, i don't want to butcher the way he said it but um i was told once that songwriting is like a like if you're at a lake and if you're trying to fish like put your hand in and catch a fish even if you miss one fish there's so many that you if you keep putting your hand in you can keep catching more fish in the way that he said it which was like so well said and i'm totally messing it up but basically the idea was that you're always going to have ideas come to you you just have to be there and be ready to catch them so you as long as you keep writing and you keep trying um to get better you will get better um and i think a, what helped me as well is just listening to a lot of music i listen to so many different types of songs and really like pay attention to how um the chord changes here and the buildup of the production got bigger here and over here it got like got less but it like made such a difference you know to the song so you really have to do your homework sometimes it can be a bit frustrating because like then it kind of just takes away from listening to music and enjoying it because you're like so focused on it um but it does help and i feel like it makes you enjoy it more when you can actually write better songs um but yeah just keep trying and you will get better it's a process. Mm. I'm happy nobody heard my first song, but yeah. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted, actually one of my guests um, played her very first song. Really? So wow, yeah. that is ballsy. <laughs> it's pretty gutsy. Uh, yeah. Super, what super gutsy. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear yours, but I know you don't. You don't want people. To hear <laughs> yeah, it's actually so funny. Like I still remember it so well. But yeah, no. I don't know if you said it, but like, what was it about again? What was it about? yeah oh it was about like like friends i don't know it was friendship so <laughs> it was so dumb yeah it was about like friendship before i had no problems in life to write about and now i do right <laughs> so it was like a very like happy song and yeah now my music isn't that happy <laughs> completely not happy <laughs> yeah but it's fine i'm happy on the inside just not yeah. in my writing <laughs> right i mean i love your writing it's great thank you thank you so much for being here samiko it was great talking thank to you. you yeah it was so fun i'm so glad we we got to do this and thanks for asking me to do it thank you so much for listening everyone i hope you enjoyed today's interview with samika and make sure to follow her on her social medias linked in the description to keep up with her work have a great day and i'll catch you next time